Hello, beautiful alchemist. Happy October. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today I have a beautiful conversation to share with you. And um, it's about a topic I am very unfamiliar with. So I was excited to learn something new. And I hope you enjoy this conversation as well. But before we get into that, I just want to say happy new season. <laughs> there is a um, a lot of changes that happen as we enter new seasons and a new energy that is felt. And this is actually my favorite season of the year. So looking forward to some cooler weather and watching the foliage on the trees start to turn. All of those beautiful expressions of life <laughs> that we get to experience in various ways as we journey through the year. So I hope that you are also enjoying this seasonal change and um, enjoying some new types of energy flowing in and out of your life at this time. In fact, if you want to have more detail about the energy of this month, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter at theenergeticalchemist.com where you get access to my Creating with the Moon and Stars. And there I post monthly videos about the energies of every month. You also receive some more information about how to work with the energies of different lunar cycles and just so much content within that. But you'll also get free access to 22 days of transformation. So again, if you haven't already, just sign up for my newsletter at theenergeticalchemist.com. And if you are someone who wants to go deeper into their practice of energy work, becoming more confident, building, gaining more understanding about energetic transformation, which also is going to point directly at your personal healing and transformation, be sure to join me in the Alchemy Circle. I have to tell you this year for us has been highly transformative and I've loved, loved, loved the group work and all that we've shared. For the first eight months of this year, we focused on chakra work, and that was amazing. And then last month, we met every single day to practice Reiki. And if you can't attend live, the recordings are always available so that members can um, access content in their own time. And this month, through the month of October, we will be focusing on developing a relationship with your intuitive self. So if you are someone that is a practitioner of Reiki or energy work and would like to join us in the Alchemy Circle, you can activate your membership and get more information about that. Again, on my website, theenergeticalchemist.com, and I look forward to meeting you. So let's talk about this beautiful conversation that I got to have. Um, I had an opportunity to learn about human design. And human design is something that I've heard about for a few years now. And I know that a lot of you may be very interested in this and familiar with it as well. But if you're not, it's okay because we're going to learn a lot from Kelsey Abbott. So Kelsey is a transformational coach, a healer and a light leader. She trained in professional coaching, human design, sports and performance, psychology, she also trained in meditation and mindfulness, neuroscience, and energy healing. And so she really likes to focus her work on helping us remembering who we are to align with our soul's path and gifts through the work of human design. And so as you listen to this, you will 
um, come to understand how this really does facilitate a way of understanding not only the type of energy that you may be operating from, but how to best function in the type of energy that you may be generating or functioning from. So it's a very interesting, um, I don't know if to call it a technique or uh, I don't know what you really categorize it as, but it is definitely interesting. And Kelsey has such an amazing energy and I'm thankful that she took the time to really break this down to help us understand what human design is all about. She also has a podcast called Find Your Awesome. And with her personality, I'm sure you will enjoy her podcast and all of the beautiful guests that she interviews. So you can learn more about her work and her podcast by visiting her website, KelseyAbbott.com. That's K-E-L-S-E-Y Abbott.com. And of course, the link is down in the show description. And don't forget, if you're ready to go deeper into your personal energetic alchemy, hop over to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. But for now, enjoy the podcast and I will see you on the other side. Okay, everyone. So today we have a very exciting episode. We get to have a beautiful conversation with Kelsey Abbott, all about human design. So Kelsey, I want to first thank you so much for coming on Reiki Radio. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here, Yolanda. Thank you so much for having me. No, I listen, I was telling you just beforehand, I'm excited about the conversation because I know nothing about this topic. So before we get into human design and even what it is, I would love to share with everyone just a little bit about you. So could you tell us a little bit about your path? and what even led you into this work? And I know you've studied many things, so what cracks you open? My path has been rather bouncy, so I will keep it short-ish. And as we jump into human design, I'll give the foreshadowing that I'm a manifesting generator and we bounce a lot. All right, so I started out after I studied uh, biology, psychology, and art history in college. And then I went on to study dolphin cognition and behavior and health and coral reef fish. And then I studied killer whales and the environmental impact of toxins on killer whales. I worked as a marine biologist for a minute and it was actually like a couple of years. And then I moved into science writing, which is taking science papers and making them accessible and fun and funny for Mm -hmm. regular humans. And on the side, I was always coaching swimming which then evolved into teaching group fitness and personal training and coaching triathlon. Meanwhile, I'm doing the science writing. And as that started to draw dry up, I learned about professional life coaching and that was everything I was, didn't know I was missing. So then I was enrolled in professional coaching school, finished that started the find your awesome podcast back in 2017 while my husband and I were traveling around the country in a small camper. So I started the podcast from a camper hotspotting Wi-Fi in the middle of nowhere. Wow. And on the podcast one day, somebody said a guest I was interviewing asked me if I'd ever heard of human design. And I kind of cocked my head to the side and was like, no, all I could, like, I'd never heard the phrase before. And so all I thought was, and I think I said, 
do you mean like anatomy? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no, no. But all she told me is you just need to know your birth time. I was like, okay, I still have no idea what you're talking about. So eventually I very slowly at first fell down the human design rabbit hole. At first I was very skeptical and had still had no idea what it was. And the words and the chart were so confusing. And then I just got sucked in like it was a black hole and I love it so much. And it's the piece of my business that was missing because I've always been here to help people remember who they are and why they're here. And now I can like point to the chart, be like, look, your soul chose for you to do it this way for you to own and share this gift. So own and share that gift because we need it. Yes. So that is the fast version of how I got Uh, here. No, I mean, that's, it's interesting. I always love hearing people's stories and how we literally don't know where we're going to end up in these little breadcrumbs we follow and they lead us into these amazing paths and um, different opportunities of study. But I, when I read about human design and looking it up, and I hope, of course, you'll tell us more about what it is. It kind of stood out of as this blueprint, kind of like the soul blueprint for us. And the first thing that popped to my mind was astrology. So could you tell us a little bit about what human design is and the connection to astrology, if any, and what that may look like? Yeah. So human design, well, it was downloaded by this guy, Ra Urahu in the eighties. So it's fairly new Mm -hmm. and it combines astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life. You'll see similarities with the chakra system and it combines all of those, but it doesn't really look like any of them. And I actually just recorded an episode on my podcast talking to an astrologer. And what we did is we both had each other's charts pulled up and just bounced back and forth. And we're able to say like, when I told her human design things, she was like, oh yeah, I see that in my astrology chart. And she told me astrology things. And I was like, right, that shows up in this part of human design. So there is a lot of overlap. Um, but it, there's a couple of things. So one, it's just saying things in different ways and there are different, um, like different aspects of it. And shoot, I can't remember the way Caitlin, who's the astrologer I interviewed, how she said it, but with human design being your soul's blueprint, astrology is more like it involves everyone in your life, Mm -hmm. like kind of covers your family as well. But the way I like to describe human design is they say that, yes, it's your soul's blueprint. So when your soul got called to earth school for this round, it got so psyched because earth school is like the epic school. We learn so much here and you get to play and all this human stuff. So got so excited. And then it picked out the exact time and place that you would be born to seal in all these gifts that it picked out for you. Cause it picked out all of the gifts that you would need to have all the tools you need to change the world in your own unique way. Wow. So it, it highlights then like what we may be drawn to contribute while we're here in this lifetime, um, which oftentimes we may be doing things that don't necessarily feel aligned to us because of, you know, so many different reasons why we may not do that. But so if it's highlighting what our soul's gifts may be, maybe even the soul mission, so to speak, does mm-hmm. it also point out the challenges that we may face or what it is that we may be working through on a soul level? No. Okay. Human design shows us our light. Ah. It's, it will, there are, 
there are little things that like, oh, you may have a fear of the past repeating itself. Okay. But it's none, it doesn't have anything like when you're seven years old, you're going to experience trauma. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, here are your gifts, no matter like how you show up on the outside, this is what your soul chose to share with the world. So like you could be living in complete poverty. You could be living in a super ritzy mansion and no matter what, like maybe you have the gift of artistic creativity and you got to own that gift because the world needs your creations. Very interesting. Okay. So then a lot of people, I would imagine one, you may want to see this just out of curiosity of what your soul level gifts may be in that expression. But do a lot of people come to this work just to clarify for themselves if they're feeling that tug of war of like, this is what my life path is, but I just don't feel passion. I don't feel drawn to it. What are some of the things that people like to see in this? (laughs) I would say most common. So human design basically gives us permission to be who we, like our soul knows who we are. So we're born knowing who we are. Like day one, we got it. We have that blueprint sealed. Day two, we forget it all. (laughs) And so human design is when we remember. So for me, learning human design gave me so much permission to, it was like, I knew it. I knew I was supposed to do it that way, even though everybody was telling me to do it another way. So for instance, there is a piece in our charts that says we're either we're a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester. And People who are specific manifestors are here to be strategic. They're here to write a business plan. They're here to like plan everything out and have all the spreadsheets and have everything, you know, planned months ahead. And as you can probably tell from my energy around this is not me, (laughs) but I had business coach after business coach saying, Kelsey, you got to get super specific. And I like, there was part of me that was like, I, I like, I can't, I don't know. And then I finally was like stomping my feet, like fine. And to get super specific, mind you, I made stuff up. It Mm. didn't like come naturally to me. So I made stuff up, got super specific. And it was like my flow with the universe, like my, my soul slammed on the brakes. It was like, "Mm -mm, dude, this is so not your way. And it was actually like a month after that, that I learned about being specific or non-specific in human design, learned that I'm here to be non-specific and was like, yes, see, told you so this, this is flow for me. Yeah, that's very cool. So I want to get into then the different types, the different energy types. So just for the sake of, because we mentioned astrology, you know, many of us are familiar with our sun sign or maybe some other aspects of our charts, but in human design, there are other types of elements that you may find or look at, but there's the different energy types that we may fall under. So could you talk about what that is, (laughs) what these expressions are, and then what the types are? Yes. So there's five energy types. Generator, manifesting generator, manifester, projector, and reflector. And our energy type, it's like human design is an iceberg. The energy type is the tippy, tippy top of the iceberg. And it shows how we dance with energy in our daily life. And all right, so let's just go through all five of these types. So generator, that's what you are. Generators are here to be super, super sparkly. You guys are here to, well, first of all, 
not have any idea what's coming next. The universe is your personal shopper. And so the universe is showing you tons of things like shows you a new flavor, a new song, a new idea, a new person. And you get to respond with your body. Do you absolutely love it? And you're just like totally drawn into it and you feel yourself pulled forward or either are you like repelled by it and like not into it or like nothing mm-hmm. and nothing is a hell no. Mm-hmm. It's either hell yes, or it's not for you, not for you right now. So your job as a generator is to respond to everything the universe serves up to you. Respond with a yes or no, and not to try to figure it out on your own. Just like for every generator listening, just relax. You're not supposed to have any idea where you're going. <laughs> the universe Ooh. is going to show you. <laughs> yeah, does that, does I can lead good? into that. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, so like a society is like, yeah. have a plan, like know where you're going. What's your five-year plan? Generators and manifesting generators are both like, huh? <laughs> like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> so when a generator does what lights them up, what makes them say like, oh, hell yes. And lean in then their energy becomes so sparkly and it's so juicy and magnetic. And we all just want to be in that energy. It doesn't matter what the generator is saying. It's just like, they feel good. I want to be in that. So it's the generator's job, like duty to all of society to do what lights them up so that they become super sparkly. So we can all just like bathe in that energy because generators and manifesting generators by being super sparkly, you elevate the world. You don't I just like that. make someone's day. You elevate the world. I think what is so, um, what I love about what you're saying is because it's not, it's not passion specific. Mm-mm. It's, it's very much like whatever that thing is that lights you up. Say we have like a hundred generators or manifesting generators in the room. It may be a different passion for each one yes. of them, but whatever yes. that thing is, that's the one that you embrace. And it's not always the huge things. I mean, it is the huge things and it's also the little things like I love passion fruit. And when I eat a passion (laughs) fruit, I cannot stand still. I've never eaten a passion fruit sitting down. I'm realizing right now, like I just, I know that makes me super sparkly and I know my energy must feel incredible to be with when I'm eating a passion fruit. So it can be like those little blips like that, or it can be when you are fulfilling your life's purpose or like dancing to your favorite song, whatever makes you sparkly. Yeah. That's like me with dessert. I order it first. And when I eat dessert, I dance in my seat. I got you. I love it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then what are the other energy types? Okay. So I've alluded to manifesting generators. So let me just jump into them, which is that's my type and manifesting generators are combinations of generators and manifestors. And I'll get to manifestors in a second. The difference between generators and manifesting generators. So everything I just said for generators is true for manifesting generators, but manifesting generators are super bouncy. We move really fast and we respond to things and it's like a hell yes for an hour and then it's past (laughs) and we got to just bounce from thing to thing, to thing, to thing. And that is because generators, you guys are designed to go deep on something. We like get in and out, get what we need to do. Like it's, it's like we connect the, the golden coins or whatever. And then we move on to the next. 
Yeah. We are here to play manifesting generators are, and we're here to achieve. That doesn't feel like the right word, but like do something. We're very much here to carve our own path. No one has done it our way before. And to do that with so much joy and play to show the world that none of us need to like put our nose to the grindstone and try and do something in a specific way. We just, we get to play our way to joy and whatever we deem as success. I like that. That's very cool. Okay. And so, and I'm just paying attention to the, um, even the subtle differences, right? Because I think it really highlights everything that you're saying that it's okay to have your own way and it's okay to embrace your way and not necessarily follow the models of what everyone else said you're supposed to do, right? Because that exactly. may not be your model. Okay, so who comes exactly. next? Let's do manifestors next. So manifestors are super powerful beings and their job on this planet is to own their power, to take up space energetically and to start movements. They're the ones, they have to be brave enough to go first. And then people, the people that are supposed to follow them will follow. The people that aren't supposed to follow won't follow. So manifestors often struggle with people pleasing because it's like 50% of the people follow them and 50% don't. And sometimes those people that don't are really vocal about it because the manifestors energy is so big and it scares some people. So for manifestors, it's all about the bravery to go first, to be big, to own their power. And when they do, they inspire the rest of us to do the same. Very cool. Hmm. I hope everyone's paying attention to like, oh, that resonates with me. Okay. And then, Mm -hmm. so that's three. So we have two more. Yeah. So we'll do projectors next. Projectors are, they're like a whole nother species projectors are here to guide us to do things more effectively and more efficiently. And let's imagine we're in a forest projector is the bird on a branch watching all the rest of us scurry around on the forest floor. So the projector sees everything and imagine a squirrel running around hiding its nuts and then looking for its nuts. And the projector watches all of this, watches the squirrel looking for its nuts and is like, yo squirrel, your nuts are right there. And the squirrel (laughs) looks up and is like, who are you? Mind your own business. Because it doesn't feel good to get unsolicited advice. But if the squirrel looks up and is like, hey, projector, I bet you can see a lot from up there. Projector's like, yes, I can. I see it all. (laughs) Well, do you know where my nuts are? And the projector's like, yes, they're right over there. And then the squirrel goes and gets his nuts and is like, you are amazing. Thank you so much. So for projectors, they're here to guide us, but only when they've been invited. And that does not mean that projectors are supposed to sit on the couch all day and not do anything until they've been invited to do something. It just means when they are tempted to give advice, to create an invitation, they can simply say, hey, can I share something with you? and be prepared for the person to say, no, thank you. And then just hold it in. (laughs) But once they've been invited, then it's going to, it's going to flow clearly. If they haven't been invited, it's like the rest of us haven't cleared space for their wisdom yet. And it just, I mean, we've all received unsolicited advice before and it does not feel good. In fact, I remember learning that 
unsolicited advice, we perceive it as a threat just as much as we do a gun to our heads. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, So I, we have such an adverse reaction to like, what? Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. And so who's the final so reflectors, reflectors are supposedly only 1% of the population, but I know a lot of them. <laughs> I call them disco balls of magic because they are here to feel, amplify and reflect our wisdom. If you want to feel really good about yourself, hang out with a reflector. If you want to know what you're thinking and feeling, hang out with a reflector because they're just <laughs> going to reflect it all back to you. They're designed to be the center of the tribe. And for reflectors, their environment is super important to them because they are feeling everything. So when a reflector gets sick, it's probably because that environment is not good for them. Wow. So reflectors really need to pay attention to what feels good, what doesn't feel good, change what they can, move when they can. And their job is to feel good so that they can feel and amplify the wisdom of everyone around them. Very cool. Okay. So let's say we're looking at our human design and now we know what our particular um, type of energy may be. What then are we shown about like what to do with this energy or how to maybe make the best use of this energy? What are the other elements that come into play? Yeah. So actually the next step would be looking at our profile and our profile is when you look at your chart and it says like you're one, three or a two, four or a four, six or a five, one, it's those two numbers that looks like a fraction. It's okay. one number slash another number. So our profile shows us how we are supposed to do what we're here to do. Hmm. And you as a one, three, you're here to know all the things about all the things you are <laughs> very, <laughs> yes. It's oh, the one threes are always the one we do this really deep dive. And then they ask for book recommendations mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm always like, well, I just made the book make sense for you. But <laughs> the one threes always want all the books. They want all the resources you guys learn through books And through like traditional learning modalities, you also learn through personal experience. So like if you are, I don't like walking on a beach and there's a bonfire and there's a sign that says bonfire, caution, hot, you're going to walk right past that sign and go up to the fire and be like, Ooh, that's toasty. (laughs) And then come back and be like, Hey guys, look out. It's hot. Yeah. That sounds about right. You operate. Very, very cool. So then how many different combinations are there? Or is it just like an infinite amount of combinations that you may have of these numbers? It's not infinite. And I don't know off the top of my head okay. how many there are. There's one, three, two, four, four, six, four, one, one, four, five, one, five, two, six, two, six, three. And I'm sure. And there's a three, six, and three, five. That might be all of them. So all of these, though, will point to how you are using this energy. So like, let's say, for example, you and I, we have different energy types, but we could have the same number, the same profile profile. Okay. And we don't, but Uh if we did, um, we might, even though I'm a manifesting generator and you're a generator, if we were both one threes, we might just feel like 
oh my God, you see me. Like you, <laughs> we are drawn to people with the same profiles. Okay. My profile is a four, six, and I have a whole lot of four sixes in my life. No other four, six manifesting generators, but a whole lot of four, six generators in my life. Very interesting. Okay. So we see what type of energy we possess or say like our main energy or like the energy we're functioning from. Then we look at how we may be using that energy or how we channel or direct that energy. And then, and then what's the next layer? Then I'm fascinated. Then we get into all the centers mm-hmm. and gates and the, the gates. I don't know why they're called gates, but they are, I call them the golden nuggets. There are the like specific gifts that our souls chose for okay. us. We get into authority, which is how we're supposed to make decisions. We get into variables, which is the stuff like if we're specific or non-specific, if we're here to be consistent or not consistent, if we are here for deep focus or broad focus, all of that stuff is also in our chart. Very interesting. So it literally then becomes like this, this layout of like this recipe that made you. And then from there, are there these, um, is it like this, I want to ask you from your personal experience of it, because I'm sure you've done a deep dive into your chart and all of Mm -hmm. this embracing of what it is. So is it the experience of then understanding these different layers of you and kind of just owning the different layers? Or is there also this look at what all of these different elements of human design output to, you know what? you might be very good at X, Y, Z, or, you know, does it then become maybe some more specific guidelines of what your soul's calling may be? So, yes. Um, (laughs) the, the, our incarnation cross is the theme for our life. And for instance, mine is the right angle cross of penetration three, because the words in human design are like designed to confuse people. (laughs) They are, I feel like they, a lot of human design stuff is written to be, it's almost like a barrier to entry. Like I I can read human design sentences and I'm like, that says nothing. Mm -hmm. So anyway, right angle cross of penetration three, which means that the theme of my life is being intuitive about the future for other people. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be an intuitive human design reader and a coach. I happen to be, but I could be a journalist and be intuitive about the future for other people. I could be in technology. I could be a veterinarian, you know, and then that's just a theme that travels through my life. So it's not going to tell you career. Human design Mm -hmm. doesn't tell you career. And I don't believe it tells you who's going to be a good romantic match for you. Okay. So, but it does sound like it, it helps you to identify um, like the gift you bring to whatever it is that you may do. So like, if I decided to be a veterinarian, I would know what may be my gift in that role of whatever that profession may be or whatever my life path may be. That's really interesting. But I have to ask you that about relationship only because in the sense of if I have more of an awareness of my energy type and how I may be more inclined to do certain things and then someone else is in my life, whether it's a friend or a romantic partner, business partner even, but they are different. They have a 
whole different human design than me. Would it, do people like to look at the comparison to have better understanding of communication with other yes. people? Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Next week I get to do a partner reading for a salon owner and her salon manager. One is a projector and one is a generator. And the projector only has two defined centers. The generator has, I think, six defined centers. Like they operate totally differently in the world. And I am so excited for this (laughs) to help the generator see the projector needs to feel seen. And the, the projector doesn't know when enough is enough. So she can burn herself out. And that generator really doesn't know what's next. She's just responding to what the universe serves to her. And the generator really needs to be lit up and not doing anything that doesn't light her up. And just to see all of that. And I, if I remember correctly, one of them, or maybe both of them, no, I think only one of them has an emotional wave. So understanding one of you has an emotional wave and this is what the wave is going to look like. And this is how they're supposed to operate when they're in a wave. And the other one, you're going to feel and amplify that other person's wave, but those are not your emotions. Mm. Holy moly. This stuff is such a game changer for whatever relationship you're in. Yeah. No, I mean, it sounds like it would be. And then I think a lot of times it's easier for us to like soften our edges and become less defensive when we even have more understanding of like, oh, like I'm not going to personalize it because I understand this is just this person's way. And if we can have like this mutual respect of seeing each other, then it seems like that would make things a lot easier across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing people like, oh, you you aren't annoying. That's actually your (laughs) gift. You, this is you totally using your gift. And I remember, for instance, when I pulled up my parents' charts, I have the gift of loving the physical body, which is all about, you know, someone with this gift takes their vitamins, they exercise, they maximize sleep. They just like feel like their body is their temple. They take health very seriously. Neither of my parents have that gift. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, Oh, okay. So it's not like, like there's absolutely no point in trying to get them interested in health. Mm -hmm. That's just not their thing. Okay. I'm going to let it go now. Yeah. That acceptance. And it's interesting. So I want to ask you about that leg of your work too, but I, I have to ask you this, um, just to see if it makes sense, if you can translate it. Cause I did see what my incarnation cross was. And just like you said, the languaging, I was like, what? but I had the right angle cross of the unexpected. I was like, I don't know if that sounds great or not. I'm not sure. Does that make any sense? Um, I don't actually know that one off the top of my head, but do you have the numbers for that cross? I Yes, 41, 31, and then 28, 27. Okay, so 41 is artistic creativity. That's why that one was in my head. Ah. Um, so that is going to be your sun personality gate. You are here to create artistically. And that gate is actually all about, um, like selling what you create. Yeah. Are you I doing love that? To create. Yeah. Well, no, well, yes. So there's a project that, um, <laughs> will be released by the end of this year, which was, 
a, a long process of creation. And yes, it will be available for people to purchase and have. It's a tangible thing. Yeah. So it will actually be the first product in that way, because most of my work is, you know, I do share content and I teach, you know, these types of things, but it's a tangible um, mm. creation. So, yeah. That's and really it sounds like, okay, so then 31 is the gift of being a high conscious leader, also mm-hmm. known as an influential leader, but the word influential and influencer is a little bit wobbly in our society right now. So it doesn't mean being like an Instagram influencer. It means that like you are just a natural leader. So this combination of you creating something to lead people, that's perfect. Ah, Very exciting. So I want to ask before I get into the other elements of your work and what it is that you do, if people are curious about this, obviously they can come to you and have their um, human design report done, but do they actually meet with you so that you can translate all of this? And what are those sessions like? How can people work with you? Yeah, so I offer individual human design readings, partner human design readings, and then I do coaching, I call them private sessions, where we will lean on the chart. You won't get a full reading of your entire chart, but whatever topic you want coaching around, we're gonna use your chart to, help you live in alignment. But in a reading, an individual reading, we will go through your energy type, your all your variables, your profile, all the centers, gates, channels. We will look at your optimal environment, your strongest sense, and how you digest life as well. And just like the overall theme for your chart. And in a partner reading, I do that for both people and then talk about how their their energy interacts. Because for instance, like when you and I are together, there might be a center that I have defined that you don't have defined, Mm. but when you're with me, you're going to feel the definition of that center. And when you might have a gift that I don't have, but maybe I have the other end because a channel is when two, two gates connect. So you might have the other end of one of my gates. So together we create the full channel. So that's kind of like when we say like, oh, they bring out the best in me or we bring out the best in each other. Okay. Very, very interesting. But there was something you just said that I was like, oh, wait a minute. Gosh, now it left me. Um, The reports. Oh, this is what it was. So if I have a human design session, we're going to go over my chart and like me as an individual, just, you know, looking at all of the details of that. However, if I have a personal session with you, I can look at any area of my life. So I could call you this month and say, Hey, I would love to look at what's coming up or the energy around my relationship to my business or my career. And you'll reference my chart for that. But then on the other hand, I could call you in a few more months and say, listen, I need to know what's going on. in my business relationship or something just totally different, but you still will use the chart as a reference for that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The private session is like, it's a coaching session, but it's a coaching session with magic because we pull in human design and whatever else we are called to pull in. Yeah. And I did notice um, that you also bring in this blend, this intuitive nature. So it's not just like a flat read, so to speak. I mean, not Mm -hmm. to say I'm sure the report in of itself is detailed and beautiful, 
but you also tie in and allow yourself to um, express intuitively in the work that you do. So could you talk a little bit about this and your connection to your intuitive self? <laughs> and did that come as an inspiration of allowance through human design? Or was this something that came for you totally separately? I love that question because so as I told you, it turns out my son personality gate is being intuitive about the future for other people. It mm. is gate 57, which is the, like, it's the psychic gift. It's the holy moly. This person is intuitive. Okay. So I learned that like three years ago and I'm sure I was an intuitive kid and I don't remember many specifics from when I was really little, but in college, my grandmother passed away and I knew that I just had this knowing that she had passed away, but no one told me for like three days. Wow because I was in exams and my parents didn't want to, you know, disrupt my studying. Yeah. And that freaked me out because I knew when someone died right. and I, I knew, like, I knew, like I knew, like I knew. And then I shut that down. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't want this, I, whatever this is. I don't want to ever know this again. Yeah. And then when I went through coaching school, that just brought me into contact with a whole bunch of people doing Reiki, doing tarot cards, doing intuitive readings. And every time I'd have a reading, I would be like, yeah, I know that. And they're like, yeah, Kelsey, that's because you can do this too. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to go to someone else. And then I'd be like, <laughs> No, these people have these mind blowing intuitive sessions. And I, every single time I'm like, yeah, I already knew that. Mm -hmm. And again, they're like, Kelsey, that's because you can do this too. So years of hearing that years and years and years. And some of the people that I consider the most intuitive people were like, you're the most intuitive person I know. And I'm like, "Eh?" but finally warming up to it. And so when I did learn to read my human design chart. I just laughed when I learned that that was my biggest gift. I was like, Oh, okay. Well now I'm here. Thank you. Thank you universe for letting me warm up to this idea before. I mean, if I had learned that when I was younger, I had no support at all. I had no idea what it meant to be intuitive. I have no idea how I would have responded to it then. You know, that makes me want to ask you too. Have you found with people that you work with, say I came to you and I got my chart done and there were certain elements of my chart that speak to, you know, what I feel maybe called to, but I have resistance to it for whatever reason, something in my life, I'm afraid to live into this expression that feels so, I don't know, maybe I'm drawn to it. Right. Do you also work with like helping people do exactly what you said, kind of like warming up to, or taking baby steps learning to embrace these aspects of us. How did that work? Yeah, absolutely. That's where coaching skills come in because yeah. that's all the deconditioning. Because as I said, we come in day one, we know our soul's blueprint. Day two, we forget it. And then on top of forgetting it, we've got all these really well-meaning humans telling us how to do things because they want us to be safe and happy in this world. But a lot of times what they're telling us isn't our truth. Yeah. I had an experience recently where... I was thinking about how, when I was a personal trainer at the end of my personal training experience, I was visiting this one client at her house and every week before I went, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to go. <laughs> and then I would go and 
I love it because it was connecting with a human, which I made for, it was connecting with our dogs, which I loved. And then I'd come home and see like, it was such the example of like, aren't you glad you went? Yes. Like I could hear my mom's voice. So as a manifesting generator and as a generator that I don't want to is a sacral. No, that means don't do it, but we are so conditioned to Right. But then did you like it when you were there? Yes, I did. Because as a four, six, I love deep connection. I love connecting with other beings. And so I was getting to do that. So of course I liked it when I was there, but my sacral the whole time was saying, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. So that conditioning is so strong. I just recently, like, as of last week, found that little blip and coached myself right out of that. Yeah. That's really, really amazing. And you know, with everything that you've shared, it also brings to mind this, you know, possibility of if we are, say, not feeling satisfied in a certain area of our life. Let's say, for example, again, I don't know why I'm using veterinarian as an example. That's something I would never want to be or do. However, let's say I were a veterinarian and I really thought this was something I was going to love to do. So now I'm in this job, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel right. Have people found that once they start to recognize their energy type and how to move through that energy, maybe sometimes it's just as simple as doing it differently. So not necessarily changing your whole life or quitting, you know, the job or something, but maybe you're just not functioning in your roles, in your alignment or authenticity. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. That is, um, that's actually a really common occurrence. I love, I say that I love helping people quit things. I love helping people quit things that aren't serving them. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you're working as a vet and it's that vet office that doesn't work. It's not that you need to change your career or maybe it's like you really love doing the rehab aspect of helping dogs after they've had hip surgery, mm-hmm. but you do not like working with dogs with ear infections or like the normal day-to-day operation. Okay. Do what lights you up within that. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it the way that anyone has already has said that you have to do it ever. Yeah. It just occurred to me why that example just keeps coming up and who that's for. So I hope you appreciate it when you're listening to this. <laughs> It just occurred to me why and who. Okay, so it's really gorgeous. So I have to say, um, first of all, I love everything that you shared about the human design. Now I'm even more curious about it and, you know, learning more about the different elements within the chart. But I wanted to ask you also about the other aspects of your work. So you do have the podcast, which you mentioned, um, Find Your Awesome, which is a really cool name. And you said you started it while you were on the road. So curious about why you decided to even start a podcast and share in this way, but what is the show about and what do we learn when we tune in? Mm. So I started the podcast. I admit that it, it's funny that I started it when we were on the road because it took me a year to start it. I was having these amazing conversations with people and I kept getting off the phone or off zoom with people and being like, we should have recorded that. (laughs) There was so much gold in that. And it it took me a solid year because my excuse was, I can't, we're traveling in a camper. I can't start a podcast. And then I was just like, screw it. I'm doing it anyway. Um, so the show, I want to say it has evolved, but, and it has, of course, it's been four years. 
what the the general theme is helping people find their awesome, which is that internal spark. It is yeah. what your it's your soul's blueprint. It really it has always been about that. And it I talk to people who are doing that. And I talk to people who are doing things that help us yeah. find our awesome. That's beautiful. I just I love the title so much. So anyone can tune in to find your awesome on all the platforms where podcasts are streaming and all of these different things. Yeah. Absolutely. So be sure to tune into that. I mean, I love hearing, well, obviously I love interviewing and having the conversations, but I love hearing just listening and tuning into the conversations that others are having. Um, like you said, I like to, I like gathering, give me the info. I love it. <laughs> and it is, it, the style of the show is similar to this. It's a, yeah. I want people to feel like they're listening in to a conversation. Yeah. Like it's just a natural conversation between two humans. Yes. There's no plan. It's right. a, like, you know, there's a general gist, but I don't know where we're going. Yeah. And then people get to listen in. That's the type of thing I love listening to. I love it too. Cause then you just feel like you might be listening to two friends. I mean, it's just very inviting in that way. I love it too. So be sure to tune in to find your awesome, but I have to ask you about another aspect of your work, which I was laughing about when you described your energy type and how, you know, you can't necessarily what is it commit not commit but not what was the we word bounce yes you bounce around you bounce around but also how you don't have to be specific non-specific yes and so when I was looking at your work I was like oh I can't wait to see like all the ways this all weaves in together with the beautiful podcast that method of sharing and contributing then the human design you have courses you have classes that you offer but then you also do this core work and I'm looking at your shoulders and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so could you talk to us a little bit about the core work that you do and how this really adds to your self-work? Mm, thank you for asking me. Yeah. This is, this is a new, well, a new old thing. Okay. okay so back years ago, before we, before we sold our house in Maine and lived in the camper and then landed here in Florida, I used to teach core classes and I taught at local gyms and yoga studios. I taught, um, run clubs, triathlon teams, swim teams. At one point I was teaching nine core classes a week. I absolutely loved this. And then it just felt like it was time to be done. So I stopped doing that. We traveled in the camper. I felt like I couldn't teach from the camper and then COVID happened and I was like, I want to teach core. I want to teach, like, let's get people together on zoom. Yeah. So we did some virtual classes. It was pay what you want every Saturday, come play core. And then I started feeling like, actually I started feeling huge resistance to being anywhere at a particular time. I was like, I do not like Saturday afternoons. I'd be like, no, I don't like having that looming over my head. So I, I created a recorded class. I'm creating more. I've been waiting for it to cool down here in Florida because, um, recording a chord class in a hundred plus degree heat was a, I did that once and was cooked for the day. Oh no. <laughs> so today is the first absolutely gorgeous day. So it might be happening soon, but yeah, it lights me up so much and how I've shared it with my audience is teaching core classes lights me up. 
just as much as coaching does, just as much as podcasting does, just as much as human design readings do, just as much as riding my bike does. And I'm here to do what lights me up. And as a manifesting generator, it's like all the things. All the things and they all light you up. And the funny thing is, I, I mean, I don't know if this was your intention, but listening to the blend of your work, I mean, you really cover the spectrum of mind, body, energy. You really mm-hmm. do. And that in and of itself is a really cool thing because, you know, sometimes we can be so focused on just one part, like just the body, just the mind, just the energy and the other um, aspects of our design can kind of suffer in the falling of the wayside without us giving much attention to it. But you really have in your um, not being specific, have allowed yourself to embrace and create this, this business and these offerings that really cross the spectrum. It feels so good for any other manifesting generator out there. I just want to give you permission to, I've, I've heard of my business so many times, do one thing and do it really well not for a manifesting generator. It feels so good to share my whole self in my business. And, um, thank you for that reflection. Cause I realize I've also, it's brand new as of last week. I also have a meditation library available. So there's the like specific mind yes. and then the body and the energy. We've got the whole thing. Yeah. You've got it all right there. Mm-hmm. And then we can obviously, um, learn more about you, about your work, everything going to Kelsey Al abbott.com i have to tell you throughout this conversation i've been so nervous to say your name because (laughs) and i'm sorry for not saying it more i've wanted to but i was afraid because i have a beautiful student named kesley so just yes and so i keep almost saying kesley and i'm like no 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 kelsey and i'm like oh the the combat in my brain is gonna make it all come out incorrectly so i just want to (laughs) say beautiful name. I just didn't want to mess it up. (laughs) Well, this is fascinating though, because as a kid, the name Kelsey was not common at all. And Mm -hmm. so many people called me Kesley, which was also not a common name, or I've actually never met a Kesley. Mm -hmm. So I need to meet this person Yeah, and we can bond over like name swapping. You can bond over fitness she's very much into that and she's an astrologer and an energy healer so yes I'll make sure to make that yes, connection please. <laughs> you two would be kindred spirits actually now that I'm saying it but for everyone like really truly make sure to go check out your work because you even have some beautiful gifts you have um some free offerings some love notes I was like oh it's mm-hmm. so Libra of you um mm-hmm. Kelsey <laughs> Kelsey K-E-L-S-E-Y Abbott.com and always, of course, make sure to check out the podcast because we all love to tune in and learn and be inspired in those ways. Um, one last thing, though, I wanted to ask you about um, that I didn't yet. You do offer other types of classes. So it's not just the core classes. There are other classes available on your site. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. So there is a pre-recorded class on the 4-6 profile, which we talked about profiles earlier. You, right. you want Yolanda, you're a one, three, I'm a four, six. So for anyone else who's a four, six, and you just want to know like what that is, you're not ready to invest in a full reading yet. And even if you have had a reading diving into 
what it really means to be a four, six profile or to love a four, six, we've got that available. And, um, in the next few days, there's going to be a class on emotional authority. So if, when you're looking at your chart, it says authority, emotional, then this class is going to be for you. And then this is the first time I'm telling anyone this, um, in the process of creating videos for each one of the gates. So there are 64 gates in human design, and I'm going to make a whole mess of videos. So people can, whether you've had a reading or not, you can go in and be like, wait, like, for instance, you're like, what is gate 41? Why is that? Like, how does that show up for me? You can go learn all the things about it. That's amazing. So again, light up, right? Because Mm -hmm. you just made me think of a lot of people are like, how do you create the amount of content that you do? And like, if this is something I'm excited about, I will literally sit and just boom, 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 back to back because it's something that I love and I'm passionate about. But that sounds like an amazing feat. And like, thank you in advance for doing that for us. Um, I definitely want to stay in connection with you. And again, you know, everyone go to KelseyAbbott.com. Of course, all of the links will be down in the show description. And I saw you're actually taking a social media break, which I can relate to. So the website is the best way. To yeah, it's with full you right on now. social media retirement. Oh, I don't oh. see myself <laughs> going back. <laughs> so don't, don't wait for me to respond to you on Instagram. I won't. <laughs> I do actually check Facebook Messenger. I love you retired. I, I retired in 2020 and it is amazing. Yeah. I've never fully committed to the job. I mean, in terms of social, I'm terrible at it, so to speak, you know, I pop in here and there, but yeah, but I, I can really respect that you retired from it. So make sure to go to the website, learn about your human design. In fact, anyone listening, especially like those that, you know, I'm in communication with, I would love to hear about your design after you go to Kelsey's site and learn more about yours, learning more about your energy flow. And I have to thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And again, we'll keep in touch. So thank you everyone for tuning in and listening in our our little conversation. And we'll see you all soon. Bye for now. Okay, beautiful alchemist. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Kelsey. And again, if you would like to learn more about her work, if you want to find out about your human design or even tune into her podcast, Find Your Awesome, be sure to check out her website, KelseyAbbott.com. And the link for that is down in the show description. I also want to invite you again to join us in the Alchemy Circle. There is so much content that will be available for you to support you in your personal energetic alchemy and understanding of energy work and building your confidence around your work as an energy healer. So join me in the alchemy circle, visit my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. That link is also down in the show description. I also want to wish you all again, a happy October. I look forward to connecting with you in various ways and remember to always journey in love. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.